0: Welcome to the International Schools Podcast, where we discuss all aspects of technology and life in international schools, with new episodes live every two weeks. This podcast is sponsored by Apps Events. We're a Google for Education partner and active since the launch of Google Apps for Education in 2006. We're a team of former educators and all experts in helping schools integrate Google into their schools and their classrooms. All training is customized for each school and we make sure it has a lasting impact. Literally thousands of educators worldwide have earned their Google Educator certification with us with our certification boot camps. And these take place every month and get your staff certified quickly. We also host Google Summits, which are fun two-day conference-style events with concurrent sessions and keynotes delivered by experienced Google trainers, teaching on a broad range of topics using G Suite, both in the classroom and in the school. Check it out over at appsevents.com and we can bring any of these events to your school, which is an amazing way to build a Google community amongst your staff to support each other, plus to increase the profile of yourself and your school. The podcast is also brought to you by Acer for Education. People ask us what Chromebooks we recommend for schools, and after trying them all, quite literally, we always recommend Acer. We've been to Acer headquarters in Taiwan to be part of product discussions, and they're genuinely the best thought out, most cost-effective, and most importantly durable devices out there. They're always innovating, including the first tablet-running Chrome and the first convertible touchscreen Chromebook. The latest version of this is a spin 11 which has a stylus and two cameras and we highly highly recommend it for schools they of course have a full range of windows laptops and for esports fans their predator range is second to none if you'd like more information please just leave your email over at gg.gg forward slash that's gg.gg forward slash and we'll get right back to you and now on to the interview
1: Welcome, Clay. Thank you again for your time. Yeah, yeah.
0: For
1: me. Oh, absolutely delight. I, uh, I, I know that you're someone that can talk to these particular uh, points in great detail and with great knowledge. So it's it's really a delight to have you on. Um, so if I just, I'll, I'll move the slides into the background for a bit, and I just wanted to sort of facilitate this one as a, as a little bit of a conversation. Sure. Um, so for the for the people watching now and later. You um, oversee New York City public schools, but what's kind of the, the nuts and bolts of your role? And then we can talk a little bit more about where G Suite and Enterprise for Education fits in with that.
2: Sure. Uh, Let me give a little bit of background. Uh, So New York City is, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, it is um, the largest school district. Uh, We have 1.1 million students, uh, about 300,000 staff members uh, internally to the system. Uh, We have uh, countless other uh, external members that are servicing our students at any given time. So we manage about 2 million accounts uh, on a daily basis. Uh, And that just, just the the mind-bogglingness of that of everybody who needs a password change is unbelievable uh, so my role is uh, specifically to work with the G Suite um, and work to make sure that it's up and running that we're uh, things are secure that we're doing all the right things that we need to be doing paying attention to uh, what is coming out from Google and making sure that our members uh, know and can take advantage of that and that you know, we on uh, the the back end are, are making sure that we're we're making sure that everything is correct and right and solid, so that everybody can learn on a daily basis.
1: And then I think you you probably encapsulate that uh, exactly the the scenario of Google being approached by organizations saying, "Please, can we have some additional uh, features we know enterprise have?" Um, because I mean, we, we I often talk about. G Suite for, for business or Google Workspace is used by Google and other companies as well. But I don't think any of them quite hit the numbers you've just talked about.
2: Yeah, I think the closest would be the country of Malaysia.
1: Yes, yes. Malaysia has one tendency, doesn't it? Yes. So, um, in the process of going, like deciding how best to facilitate learning across that many schools with that many students and teachers. Um, where does Enterprise for Education fit in with that for, for New York City public schools?
2: For us, it, it was uh, not just about uh, providing Google. We've, uh, you know, New York City has had a number of different tenants uh, in, in the environment for quite a while. And we've all used Google uh, quite a bit. Um, it, it was much more uh, that we needed to know that when something wasn't happening quite right, that we had Google right there with us, so the enterprise level of support that they give us is uh, a necessity for New York City. Um, when something when something's happening, I need to know that uh, I have Google right there beside me, working to fix it and make it make it better. And that's what enterprise gives us uh, to just to begin with. Um, that's that's just a the tip of the iceberg there. Um, beyond that. We're managing security all over the place Uh, as we were uh, getting students enrolled because we just we actually just set this entire G Suite up in March. And as we're getting them enrolled, we started to see uh, around the time of April that students were starting to use the G Suite to enroll in TikTok and would be would be one of those things that uh, I would have to on a, a normal G Suite kind of really dig to figure it out and see that. But it was very apparent on the dashboard of what was happening. So I was able to very quickly take action, remove the access. Students can no longer go ahead and get TikTok with their school account.
1: So you just mentioned the dashboard. Um, so one of the additional features is this security center dashboard. Is that um, the bit you were referring to?
2: That is. Yeah. Just to have that up during the day has been a, a lifesaver more times than I can count. Uh, we're seeing metrics on uh, how much, uh, uh, what's going on with spam, phishing attacks, uh, and w- what's happening with with logins, with accounts. Uh, it, it, there's so many different metrics in there and the ability to go ahead and create your own sort of tiles. But it's not just that we're viewing that activity, we're able to take action on it the enterprise environment allow, it has an investigation tool. So you can go ahead and do a quick filtration and search. And with that filtration and search, it's not just, oh, here's, here's the answer you're looking for. It's, here's the answer and here's the possibilities that you have to take action on them. And that taking of action is uh, just one step further. That was, extremely necessary for uh, many of our teams. It's, it's not just one person that's making sure that every student in New York City is safe and every staff member is safe. It's a whole team of us that are doing this. And for somebody to quickly and easily click a button and take a quick action, that's exactly uh, what we needed in New York City.
1: Because you also need a cat. So-
2: of course, yeah, who, who doesn't?
1: yeah (laughs) he's tangled up in my headphones that's what happens on uh yeah always the way um he's going to be very determined to come back so feel free to sort of carry on without me um (laughs) dan feel free to ask a question while i remove said cat
0: yeah Uh, i can ask how long have you been using uh g-suite enterprise for education in new york what was the time scale
2: yeah um we got into the trial back in march um we we were setting up our our g suite for the first time. Uh, New York City has a unique uh, setup that we have 1,300 uh, individual G-suites, and many of them are looking to uh, be managed by a, a central environment just to just so that it takes the burden off of the school while also giving the school the ability to take the actions that they need, so a distributed uh, model of, of the admin console. Um, so we started setting up in March, um, and we had a trial, and just Demoing and working with that trial and seeing the 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 quick actions that we could take and the um, how necessary it was for us uh, really kind of solidified uh, everybody that was in uh, New York City to turn around and say okay let's let's go ahead and work out a deal to to get the the G Suite enterprise for um, for our domain.
1: Fantastic. So you've mentioned the investigation tool and obviously the dashboard. Um, is there anything else that kind of you dip into, sort of regularly, um, from the enterprise skew? Uh,
2: we do uh, manage things like uh, devices. Uh, we don't always manage it through the G Suite environment, but. Uh, there are certain devices that we that we do manage through uh, G Suite, and it's it's got a rich uh, MDM, uh, a mobile device management uh, area, that you can uh, uh, set up things that uh, just push out to uh, your your members. Um, and they're Google's constantly making changes and improvements, and this is an area that we've seen more improvements on, and they're responsive to uh, requests that we have. Uh, surrounding this, but we've been able to uh, set up things like a work profile on Android devices so students can go ahead and have all of their applications that are associated with the school on one siloed uh, device, and it's a mobile device, it's not a Chromebook, it's, it's something that's slightly different. So they might be using it for uh, their, their own personal use as a phone of some sort, and then they flip right into their school environment uh, through that work profile. Doing things like that and being able to manage those uh, and know, know what's happening with our students has been uh, incredibly uh, helpful in just making sure that they have what they need to succeed.
1: Because uh, the current, am I right in saying that currently the the students across New York are out of school, is that right?
2: They are partly out, partly in. Um, our younger grades are, are coming back into the school environment. Many of our older grades that uh, can manage it are outside of the school.
1: So that's obviously put a bit more focus on on access devices and, and all yes. those kind of things as well.
2: Yes, we want to make sure that they have uh have access to the classroom because the classroom is no longer a, a physical place. It's a virtual place.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there, there's been a lot of challenges and I, I think I understand correctly. some of the changes you had planned have been expedited over the course of this year because of the situation that we're all finding ourselves in.
2: Yeah, the G, this G Suite was uh, expected not now, but a year from now. So <laughs> now it's fine. But we're, we're game to roll with the ball if we have to.
0: Claire, I was going to ask, obviously, G Suite Enterprise has a lot of more advanced kind of reports and searching Gmail logs and things. Is that, is that something you use much of in New York?
2: Yeah, we do. Uh, we, we, um, it's been a lot lately of the spam uh, monitoring than anything else. Uh, the one thing that students love to do is to mark their work as spam. And because of that, you know, just to be able to quickly see that, you know, I've got dozens of students that are marking their assignments as spam and to quickly just go ahead and mark and say, oh, okay, those are not spam anymore has been helpful. Uh, Phishing attacks to uh, do a, and drop a report on phishing attacks, to be able to identify domains or email addresses that they may be uh, associated with to do deeper investigations into figuring out what's going on. Those have been important as well. Um, We're also uh, seeing things like, Uh, where, uh, students are logging in from, uh, and that's been really cool is to, to know that, you know, while many of our students are in New York city, uh, many other students are not currently, uh, just because of the, the, the situation that is going on, they've decided to, uh, seek, uh, a safer location, uh, with, with other family members in other areas. So it's, it's been very interesting to, to be able to see, uh, where they're joining from.
1: Fantastic. With that, with that kind of access, um, there's there is context-aware access, which is something relatively new that's come to to G three. Is that something that you would look to use at this point, which can kind of identify what dev- what type of device they're accessing from, or where, or an IP address, that
2: kind of? Yeah, thing? Uh, we wouldn't use it on our students, but it, here's here's how I think of it. Uh, many of us have uh, those those regulations that we have to. Uh, connect with a computer on our network to do uh, certain things, which is often that computer that's sitting in that back room in the school. Context aware goes ahead and starts to break us away from that. So it means that we can access something from our school, but it may not actually have to be that computer. We can say that uh, it's located and specific to uh, our school, and if the user goes ahead and changes location, then they, the access to whatever it is that is a sensitive piece of information is not available to them at that time. Um, we've, uh, we've had communications with another district that said that uh, students using a school-based Chromebook uh, get certain things. So that that's just another way to use it. Uh, Context-aware is not just location, but it's it's far more and far deeper. And it, you can creatively think about how you give access to uh, certain documentation or or certain even certain applications.
1: Because is, is it right that you can also kind of identify the security level or state of a device that they're accessing from, and say, well, because of that, we're not going to let you see everything you would normally see on. A device we know to be sort of uh, exactly,
2: standard. yeah, uh, and it's it it means that uh, you are you are enabling your users to go ahead and connect with the proper settings while also um, uh, giving them some freedom to to still access uh, as they would normally.
1: The other thing we should probably mention is uh, data regions. Um, So there is the ability within Enterprise for Education to be a bit more specific about where uh, your data is being stored Um, for anyone watching from within Europe. That doesn't you don't have your data doesn't have to be stored within the EU for GDPR compliance. Um, There are six criteria for GDPR compliance and um, and Google covers a number of those. It doesn't have to be where your, your data is stored. However, we do know that organizations are looking at sort of being aware of where their data is stored. Um, I don't know if, there's, if that's something that has come, is relevant for the way you use it in New York.
2: Well, we, we certainly set our our data to be stored in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have uh, students that do travel and they, they because we we are such an international community, you know, New York City speaks over 600 different languages. So um, when they do travel to parts unknown and they are still connecting for their educational experience, we want to make sure that their data still resides in the United States. So that is something that we do set for them. Cool,
1: Awesome. I mean, I think in terms of the features that there, there are obviously a lot of sort of Things that you can you can look into, uh, and we'll, we'll put a link to the sort of G Suite for uh, Education for Enterprise, Enterprise for Education um, site, so you can kind of see a plethora of those. But it was really really useful to kind of hear um, from Claire about kind of the the specifics on the ground, and not. just I mean, if it if it's working for one point one million students, then um, that that's encouraging, yeah. <laughs> and it can probably scale to whatever whatever other schools or organizations we're talking about. Um, Clay, before we move on to the teaching and learning side of things, um, is there anything else you feel that we maybe haven't touched on that you'd like to point out before we move on?
2: Yeah, I'll drop out one more thing. Um, Google also provides an export of uh, that data within the enterprise environment into a BigQuery. When it gets into that BigQuery, that provides uh, the ability to connect to a data studio to do really, really rich analysis on student engagement, on attendance, on um, just admin audit logs. And that's been uh, incredibly helpful. Um, I'm still exploring the wealth of information that is being provided. By that uh, data studio, and I know that Google is also enriching uh, that data as well. But to just get access to the raw information and really be able to do uh, a deeper analysis on it has been uh, incredibly invaluable to to uh, provide a school back and say, "Hey, these are all of the meets that have taken place for all of these students, and this is the time frame that they were in there." Uh, that's been really uh, fantastic to 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 have access to.
1: So BigQuery allows you to analyze lots and lots of data and, and and you're funneling that through to say here's a dashboard of an overview so they can kind of take action on it. Exactly. Amazing. Thank you for bringing that. Yeah, um, I'm glad we've got a chance to talk about that one as well. Um, awesome and tremendous so um thank you so much for your time um yeah it's been a very very busy year educationally so always appreciative of anyone that can sort of give up a bit of time to share as well so thank you so much Clay. have a great rest of your day and i uh, hope to catch you soon thanks Bye. all cheers and dan i'm going to swap you for lisa if that's okay with you